I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 Show. L-M-F-M. We built this city. Starship. We built this city on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. How are we keeping today? I hope you're feeling good. I'm excited. I'm pumped today. Because I've only ever chatted to Pat Short on the phone and he's going to be in studio. Very excited about that. He's going to be joining us a little bit later on. Um, Now, last night in Drogheda, there was a power outage. People will know this because we were reporting on it here last night. And uh, I definitely knew all about it because I was in the middle of it. And let me tell you, this was only for about, I'd say, approximately a little over an hour. But in that time, in the dark, I learned quite a few things about my family. I really, really did. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So these are things that happened... During the electricity outage, number one, I learned that my children are absolutely useless in an apocalyptic type situation. We've had panic breathing, you know, like hyperventilation. We had high pitched screaming. My youngest announced that he was going to starve to death. These kids are not equipped for a zombie apocalypse. Or, you know, if the AI rise up, they're definitely not equipped for that sort of thing. And let me tell you, there is nothing like listening to the screams and panics and whinging about what we will eat as you fumble around in the dark to find a torch. Which brings me to number two. Yes, there's a torch on my phone. Thank you, everybody. Did I think of that last night? No. Did I spend at least 15 minutes fumbling around in a drawer for a torch that had no batteries? Oh, yes, I did. Number three. Thanks be to the good Lord. We have takeaway. Yeah, because after listening to the kids whinging about being hungry as I watched the chicken that I wouldn't be transforming into some sort of culinary delight looking limper by the minute, it was time to call in reinforcements to feed these soon to starve to death children. Oh, yeah. Number four, probably the worst of all of the scenarios that was caused by the power outage. I had to light my good not for lighting candles. You know the ones. We've talked about this on the show before. They're there for decoration. You don't light them. What? I had to watch them. Yeah, yeah. Number five. I was After we dished out the takeaway, which was made all the nicer by eating in, in candlelight, a whopping hour or so later, we were almost blinded by every light because they all went back on in the place at once. Oh, said the kids. And the youngest, who was the one wailing in the dark about being scared and starving 
up he gets from the chair to turn the lights back off. And that's what happened in my house when the power went out. Justin Bieber, love yourself in LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, Dundalk Man has picked up not one, but two Guinness World Records after doing something non-stop for 119 hours and 57 minutes to be exact. What has he done? Well, you'll find out after these. The 11 to 1 show. I've music from Keen Duckrow on the way, but I have to mention this fantastic Dundalk man, Alan Fisher. He has set not one, but two Guinness World Records, including one for non-stop cooking for almost 120 hours. I Like, sorry, what? That's something like nine days. We're wondering here, we're looking at it in studio going, sorry, how did he sleep? What did he do? But anyway, Alan Fisher, he is from Dundalk. He's based in Japan and he cooked at his Irish themed restaurant in Matsu. And as I say, nonstop for 119 hours, 57 minutes, beating the previous record holder by more than 24 hours. So he also claimed the longest individual baking marathon with a time of 47 hours and 21 minutes. So... After nine days of baking and cooking, I mean, surely he went for a long sleep, let's hope. But apparently he made 357 kilograms worth of soda bread. That go a long way in Ireland. 590 kilograms worth of just dishes, general dishes. So 3,360 portions consisting of 32 different recipes. He is some man. Like a chef is such a demanding job at the best of times and you have lots of different people running around. You have to keep your eye on lots of different dishes. So to be doing this for nine days with no rest, Alan Fisher, fair play to you. Keen to grow with heaven. Now, for me, I just love this kind of television. It's guilty pleasure TV, right? You know, interiors, interior design, you know, when they come in and they make over stuff or just, you know, revamping houses, things like that. You know, think like Escape to the Chateau, Dermot Bannon as well, all that sort of stuff. But now the Great House Revival is back. And I remember chatting to Hugh Wallace, the presenter on this before, but they are back and they are on the lookout for restorers in the Northeast to get involved. So this is the fifth series of this and they're looking for homeowners who have planning permission if you need it, who are going on site to start their builds before Christmas. So they kind of need these people now as such. So what they say is, now more than ever, architect and TV presenter Hugh Wallace wants to meet people who are getting creative with their housing solutions. So it could be a one-roomed cottage, an abandoned hay shed or something in between, but he wants to hear from you. And you might recall Dunlear couple Kelly Gaffney and her husband Paddy Connor. they featured back in April 2022 and they converted an 1830s mill into a home. So the mill was missing all 43 windows. Most of the roof and floors were gone as well. But... These people have vision. They saw past all of that and they renovated into an amazing looking home. So look into series five. It's going to be filmed over a year. So the home would need, kind of need to be complete by sort of September 2024 next year uh, to be included in the show. So you and the team will follow the progress and uh, your, your fantastic space could be featured on television. So if you or somebody you know is about to embark on a restoration of any kind, then Animo TV want to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with them, the email is just property at animotv.ie. So that's A-N-I-M-O-T tv.ie and we could be watching your fantastic home be transformed on the great house revival so property at animotv.ie
There's the Water Boys with Fisherman's Blues now. Claire Mooney, she is from County Meath and she has set up uh, the first all-female Gen Z-led production company called Pure Devilment Pictures. And their debut drama, Falling for the Life of Alex Whelan, is now on the RTE player. I'm going to be chatting to Claire next. The 11 to 1 show. Founded by director Nell Hennessy and producer Claire Mooney, Pure Devilment Pictures in is Ireland's first all-female Gen Z-led production company and aims to champion the next generation of great Irish film and television. And if their debut drama is anything to go by, these ladies are well on their way to achieving great things. They've released Falling for the Life of Alex Whelan. It's a half-hour drama following a young Chinese girl who meets the guy of her dreams at a film club only for something terrible to happen. The drama is now available to watch on the RTE player and I'm delighted to have producer Claire Mooney from Curraha Rothout. She's on the line with me now. Claire, great to have you on the show. How are you getting on? Thanks for having me, Sinead. It's so nice to be on the show after you were at the Mead Film Festival for our short film Bath a few years ago. So thanks so much for having me. Oh, great to have you. And you reminded me of that fantastic short film. I just loved, loved watching that. It was just such a different sort of thing that you wouldn't normally see on, on screen. And clearly yourself and, and Nell work so well together. So how did you guys meet and start collaborating in the first place? We actually met in uh, college in IADT. We did a master's together for... Uh, creative production and screen finance a few years ago and we never got our graduations because of COVID but oh, yeah. we definitely didn't let that get in the way because I just remember now we would talk for hours about what we like to read what we like to watch and we were so lucky to have a similar sense in what we want to watch and then I think that basically just goes hand in hand and what we think was missing and what we wanted to see and quite naturally it kind of came to a place where we thought well why don't we make it and let's Let's do that for us. So it's been going well for the past few years um, and we just hope to keep doing it. And I'm, I'm so lucky to have met Nell and it's, it's so nice to have a partner in it too because it's not an easy industry and it's, it's, it's just great to have that person by your side. Oh, it's definitely not an easy industry, absolutely. But so then yeah. you both decide, let's set up an independent production company together. Claire, this is not for exactly. the faint of heart, you know? <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. And it was... It was when we were coming back from uh, the Galway Sunflower, which was our premiere for Bath. And you're trying to think of a name and we wanted it to be us. But, you know, we wanted people to remember us too. And Nell just looked at me and she said, Claire, you're the pure and I'm the devilment. And I just remember thinking, I don't think I can argue with this. It's just this is how it is now. Um, And it's kind of become a little catchphrase for us as well, because especially women in this industry, we don't ask for enough things. No. So when we're kind of thinking, oh, should we do this or should we do this? We just think, and we've been had success of, oh, sure, we'll ask out of pure devilment. And it's, it's standing by us so far. <laughs> I know, I love the name. I really do. And is it that you're frustrated at not, not seeing the stories that you want to watch on screen that's kind of, I suppose, for, forced your hand in the sense to just make them yourselves under your own, I suppose, production company? Yeah, it just really gives you an autonomy, I suppose, to think, you know, we have something funny to say and we observe things. And it it is that. It's just thinking, you know, people don't even realise they can do it when they're in the pub with their friends and they're telling a story. It's very natural. And you'll start laughing at certain things and you think a lot of people would laugh at this or, or, or be interested. So it became a sense of 
um, we want to own these, we want to tell them and, and like let's do that together. And we do think that as much as we love making um, Irish stories for an Irish audience, we know that Irish storytelling can go internationally. So that's what we're hoping to do. Oh, definitely. Now, this drama is adapted from a short story. So who introduced yes. you to the story and how did the idea to adapt it then come about? Surprisingly, I actually found this story during uh, lockdown. I got the uh, short story collection and um, that's uh, edited by Lucy Campbell. And the first one in it is Yang's story, Falling for the Life of Alex Whelan. And it was one of those stories that I put it down after I read it because it was just so chilling and the drama and the tension and you, you don't realise how many pages you're turning. And it was quite cinematic. It was very visual. And I just texted Mel and I said, I think you need to read this. It's a really interesting story, you know, contemporary, based in modern day. And she did, and we loved it. And we were trying to figure out how can we make this into something. And the Storyland Initiative is so brilliant for that because it's a one-off 30-minute short film, which is longer than a lot of other kind of initiatives out there. And we just thought, this is perfect. We don't want to cut more than 26 minutes this is the fund we need for it and Yang and um, the author she was on board with, with it being uh, adapted into a piece so we were it, it really just stars aligned very quickly and we were so fortunate that Yang trusted us with it too. Yeah because that's when the, the difficulty can arise when you're adapting obviously somebody else's work so and there's a, a exactly. whole host of legal things that can happen as well when it comes oh to that word, sort yeah. of stuff <laughs> yeah, which is good so she was on board so I've given kind of a brief outline of, of the plot but it centres on um, Yang as you say and uh, she, it starts out very sort of boy meets girl isn't that right? Exactly. Or girl meets boy, I should say. Girl meets boy, yeah. Or girl meets boy, exactly, yeah. yeah. We That was one thing that Orchie kind of latched onto. It starts off as this love story, which is brilliant, but we definitely kind of turn it on its head because we, yeah. we have 26 minutes to really get an audience caring about this. So it's, it's, it's tension and we want to get people to fall for these characters, but then immediately you know, empathise with their, what they're going through. And so it definitely turns on its head. Oh yeah, because like literally from where it go in like the first, like, is it a minute even? And you're like, okay, right, this is not going to be the typical sort Very of... Different. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's and, and as you say, is that sort of, you know, something that you, because I've spoken to you guys before about this, I'm always in mm-hmm. awe of people that really condense stories into these short time frames. So 26 minutes, like when you look at something like, you know, this drama Falling for the Life of Alex Whelan, it could easily be a limited series. Let's throw that out there. Claire, you know, but you're you're condensing it down to to, to just this time frame. That's got, that's a real talent, I think, that people don't realise. Hundred percent. I'm going to use that soundbite to try and get money for our next project now, Sinead. So thank you for that. Appreciate it. But it is it is one of those things. Like every word matters, yep. every page number. So I'm usually the one telling Mel, which I'm sure is her favourite thing, where I say, you know, we need to, you know, cut this. 10 seconds, 8 seconds, do we need this word? And what was really great for us is this was our first time being broadcast. Mm-hmm. And in broadcast, it's kind of like newspaper clippings. It's, you have your time and, and you can't go over. So yeah. you, we're so proud. We look back on it now and we really did make the exact changes we needed to at that time. And as you say, you know, you, the, this is your first airing on RTE. So was it that sort of really Irish thing where your mum and dad rang everybody to like make sure they were gathered around the television? 
I think so. I had more people text. It was so lovely. My whole family were texting. And well, I mean, what makes it even better is they enjoyed it too. Because, yeah. you know, we make these things. Some people will like it and some people won't. That's, that's why we want to make loads of stories. So definitely mom and dad did, did represent and they showed up for <laughs> gathering an audience for sure. <laughs> oh, it's great. Absolutely. And, you know, you have a fantastic cast here. I mean, it's great to see uh, Chris Wally from Young Offenders play such a different role because he could have so easily fallen and into that typecast thing, I suppose. Oh, and Chris is just incredible. His talent knows no bounds and he just came ready. Like, And, and Nell and him just had such a great kind of connection and he just understood the piece. He just really did. And, and I know he read the short story as well and I, I would, he just, he came ready. It was amazing to work with Chris. He's just brilliant. And we're going to see his uh, play pretty soon that's playing in London Portia Coughlin, so we can't wait to see him again. And what a what a show! Fight. What a show! Yeah, yeah. Portia, I remember studying yeah. that in college. What what a what a production! Yeah, yeah absolutely. And uh, Lila, obviously, as well as the as the lead character in this, she's so always so interesting. I mean, I, people will know her from Normal People, but um, again, mm-hmm. great to see her. You know, take center stage more in this. Completely, and oh my gosh, the schedule was very busy and packed, and just every day. She, Leela just showed up the show home and she was ready to do it. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, is, is, is inclusion and diversity something that's kind of at the forefront of your mind when it comes to these kinds of stories that you want to portray on screen? And, and is it important then to have strong female characters at the centre as well? I mean, that's exactly why we're trying to do it. And we're doing it in a way where it's very accessible and it's normal. Like this is, it's it's not it's not difficult for us to think, okay, we need to think inclusive, we need to think this. It's just, it's the talent in Ireland, um, acting and writing, etc., has just really exploded in the past few years. So, you know, it's, it's great for us to say, of course, we wanted to uh, be inclusive, but we just want to somewhat make it the norm as opposed yeah. to a talking piece, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's been amazing to meet Leland. We'd like Patrick Martins, who was nominated for a rising star recently, but it's, it's very, it's a pleasure to, to work with such talent when when they're just incredible as they are. And I have to mention as well, we have to shout out another amazing mead lady that is included in the soundtrack for this. The amazing Seamat is in there. I know, that was oh, something. She's... Nell threw that out there and I thought, okay, Nell, I think we need to get expectations. And <laughs> I was dancing around the kitchen when that came through. And Seema, I mean, she's exploding. I, I yeah. saw her recently enough and it was so special to have her piece um, in where it was. It was, we're so thrilled. Oh, she's great. I remember when she released yeah. the Chicken Nugget song, like, oh God, I was only yeah. starting on this show. <laughs> and I was like, like, watch out people. People are going to love you. And like, she's on Graham Norton last week I mean, just absolutely yeah. amazing, amazing. Now, you've quite the, uh, the quite the impressive slate of work that's in development pre-production, um, which is fantastic for an independent company. What can you tell me about? I know that Nell is going to be making her feature length uh, film debut, which is very exciting as well. Yes, it's coming frighteningly easy to her to basically she <laughs> had what she wanted. And now we're in a space where we just get to talk about it. I think it's my favourite spot to be in. And we're just talking about it and it's a lot of reading and, and, you know, grabbing visual reference. Nell is such a visual and and preparation heavy director. So it's amazing to just watch and read things that we love, that we want to, you know, draw inspiration from. We are also hoping to go now into TV. So we have like a a rough draft of a TV series that we would love for 
um, to screen in Ireland and hopefully bring it further as well to just get our name out there. And most importantly, upcoming, we will have kind of uh, our last short because we're moving into long form, as I was saying. And it's uh, called What Feminism Is. And it's based on another short story from Louise Nealon, who's another award-winning writer we've been so fortunate to be connected with. Um, so hopefully a good busy few years. Oh, definitely, definitely. And look, I said this yeah. to you before when I saw your short film uh, back in a Mead Film Festival a couple of years ago. You and Nell are definitely not the run of the mill filmmakers and <laughs> you're definitely not going to be telling run of the mill stories. It's fantastic <laughs> that you have the production company together and I'm going to look forward to seeing what yeah. you do next. But thank you so much for joining me, Claire. Oh, thank you, Sinead. It was an absolute pleasure and I hope you'll have me back again. Oh, definitely. Any time, any time. Thank you so much, Claire Mooney there. Falling for the Life of Alex Whelan, it is out on RTE Player now. And the only annoying thing about this is it's literally 26 minutes, but oh my God, 26 minutes of pure, tense, amazing drama. Go check it out. Oh, the 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's. Want to say a big happy 11th birthday today to Kimberly Thornton in Oaklands and Drogheda that's coming in from Dad, Michael and Sister Georgia. Hope you're having a fab day. There's Vanessa Carlton, a thousand miles. News at 12 is approaching, but still to come. A man that needs no introduction from me. Pat Short's going to be with me in studio. The 11 to 1 show with On this day, 1895, there was an incredible discovery made, one that would change the way we looked at the human body. More on this after Pink. The best. Yeah, on air online on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Pink with Walk Me Home. Now it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 2017, Brazilian surfer Rodrigo Coxa breaks the world record for surfing the biggest ever wave at 24.4 metres in Portugal. And today is X-ray day, yeah. In 1895, there was an incredible discovery made, one that would utterly change the way we looked at the human body. The X-ray was discovered by accident as part of an experiment where they were attempting to ascertain whether a a cathode ray could pass through glass. But there was a chemically coated screen and from it emanated an odd glow and it was dubbed the glow rays. And then, of course, X for X-rays. So there you go, X-rays. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Robbie Williams' new doc is on Netflix now. Robbie Williams told us he hopes to have half of the huge success that Beckham had with his recent documentary. Brand Beckham is a huge corporation in itself. You know, their 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 star and their thing is just massive. I if I get half of what happened for them with their documentary because I want it to be a success. But what's happened to them is it's caught the zeitgeist. The whole world is watching that. I can't expect that to happen. If it did, that would be nice. But if it doesn't and I get half of that, 
then I've still won. Patrick Dempsey has been named People's Sexiest Man Alive for 2023. He follows in the footsteps of the likes of Paul Rudd, Chris Evans and Michael B. Jordan. Niall Horan has revealed he won't be on The Voice for a few episodes because he's touring the festivals. Here's what he posted. So I won't be here for the knockout rehearsals this year. I'm on a bit of a festival run all over the world. I'm all over the place, so I can't actually be here. But I just thought that it would take more than one person to fill these shoes around here. So I called up my good friends, Dan and Shay, who are going to be here on season 25 anyway, so they need the practice, uh, to come in and help coach my team through the knockouts. Uh, I'll be back for the knockouts itself, but just through the rehearsals, you know, give them some of their knowledge. Three coaches better than one. That's The Buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Now getting back to the music, here's Bill Withers. Lean on me on LMFM's 11 to 1. Oh, listen, I'm here laughing already. So it means just one thing. Pat Short is in studio. He and his daughter, Faye, they're going to be travelling around the country and they're coming to Drogheda with Knuckle Down. It's their new show. We're going to chat to Pat next. (laughs) The 11 to 1 show. Oh, Pat Short is back. He has returned to the double act style of comedy that kickstarted his career and his daughter Faye have enjoyed t- tremendous success writing. And, well and t- she's not here at all. <laughs> <laughs> don't, worry, don't be going on too much about her. Yeah, yeah, she's you're she's right. ditched you, Pat. Yeah, she's ditched yeah. you. But you are bringing right. Knuckle Down to Drogheda November 24th. I'm very, very excited. Now, listen, before we knuckle down to no. knuckle down, right? I have to ask Jeez. you because the last time now we spoke, you kept something very close to the chest. You oh, did right. not tell me anything about the Banshees of Inishirin oh, wait was it that long ago yeah. oh yeah, my yeah. god yeah do you know what I do you know, I'll tell you now something else do you know what I won last weekend what best actor in um, Montreal International Film Festival was this for the Lester Wink yeah I saw Lester <clears throat> the life of Lester Wink I was up here in the Loud Film Festival actually yes yeah, I, I was I was up here for that as well and uh, so there that's now that you wanted something jeez I'm frozen here Sinead <laughs> are, you, oh, yeah. are you doing a nixer for some centre next door she's keeping chickens under the counter <laughs> Frozen chickens I, I, or something. God, he's, he's becoming Jeez, a diva I'm here already. Frozen. I'm becoming a I diva. I catch me just a cowled up here. You know, gig. Don't be, don't be getting cold there, Tony. Uh, Pork. Yeah, Ben Cheese of Inishirin. That was a great. Yeah. That was. We got some run out of that. That was you unbelievable. Did. Yeah. And you know that you've really made it when you become a meme on the internet, and oh. yourself and John Stop. have kind of become a meme, right? No way. I don't know if you've been aware of this. No. So you know, obviously, the iconic scene where Brendan comes in and he won't let Colm sit beside him to have his pint. Yes, yes. That that has become sort of a viral. <laughs> Stop it! That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like there's great scenes of Martin McDonough is is one of the great writers. You know what I mean? He is like and stuff like that. But that, that was a that was a great scene. There's loads of really funny stuff in that film. Like, yeah, uh, it was great to be part of it and great working on it. Um, but and with Colin and all the cast that was in it, you know, it was fantastic. Yeah, great working with John again. Actually, well, this we is great the thing. crack on that. Yeah, two of us working on it because this was kind <clears> of the first time that you guys were were back together. I suppose. In a long, long time. We yeah. did a, we did a kind of reunion tour about 10, 11, 12 years ago now, maybe like that. Um, but when the film came about, uh, Martin rang me and said, look, I'm thinking, John, he hadn't contacted John at that stage. He'd, he'd offered me the part. And I think in his mind, he always wanted the two of us there, you know, because number one, Martin was a big fan of The Unbelievables and we kind of knew each other back in the day, back when all, and that, myself and John did 
We did the Lonesome West. That was what it was. Yeah, yeah. Back when one of Martin's plays back when Martin was kind of starting out doing stuff. And uh, yeah, we kind of always been friends since I went on did Broadway with him and the West End with him on, on uh, Cripple of Inish Man and all that. But yeah, and he, I just, the timing of the scene with myself and John and all that. Yeah. Martin was telling me he really wanted just to work on that. And uh, I, I, I <laughs> we were filming it the day. Was, he said, did you, did you rehearse that scene yesterday? The two of yourself and John, when you, we did the day off today for, I said, what scene is that? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, the scene is that. I said, sure, that's not up till next week. That's up today, Pat. And it, <laughs> I kind of didn't know it was up. We had rehearsed it, but I didn't actually think it was up that day. So, <laughs> but like you say, it's that comic timing uh, between the two, yeah. and it's and it's fantastic. God, but, it, was, it was amazing after all the years. Yes, of not working together, that we fell back into the same uh, rhythm. I rhythm suppose. of it, yeah, yeah, the two of us. But sure, we'd worked for years together, sixteen years. I think yeah. we'd worked together, you know, and had the crack. But listen, so Martin McDonough rang you up and invi- and asked you, did you want to play this? So you're yeah. you're on that sort of level. There's no audition for you, Pat. I I I, I do audition. Everybody auditions for some things, you know what I mean. But no, on that occasion, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been asked to do a lot of films, thankfully, yeah, um, uh, by different directors, you know. So it's, it's that's yeah. great because, as you know, when I spoke to you the last time, and I say this every time I see you, when I saw you in Garage, I was like, oh yeah, you know, like this. Yeah. I, like, well, that did a lot for me. That film, you yeah. know, in the sense of it, it, it opened the door. To a lot of directors. I worked with John Borman on his last film and that came about, he saw it, Garage, and then he came to see me in the West End and invited me around to his house and, and in London and we, we worked on this character in the film and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's nice to be to get those opportunities to yeah. work with really, really, really good directors. You know? Yeah, so exciting. And I did, yeah. as you brought up Lester Wink, I did thoroughly enjoy that. I actually saw it. It was in the Boyne Valley uh, International Film Festival as well. It's done the yes, rounds. Yes, um, yes, And it was just... Fantastically funny, but I think I have to shout out Clelia Murphy because you play opposite I, Clelia. I do. She's brilliant. She's brilliant. I, brilliant, can, I brilliant. still can't pronounce her name. Fair play, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell her that myself. No, she is, uh, but off screen, she's one of the funniest women I've ever worked with. She's yeah. just have you buckled over and hilarious, you know. Yeah. So she was. It was brilliant to work with her, and that was the thing about Lester Wink. Uh, uh, what you call it? Um, the director, Cassidy Harrison, um, she's from L.A. and she's an amazing writer, but she was lovely to work with. And then Clelia, as well. I sound like a villain. Anyway, I won't say it the way. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's it, the way it was shot and everything is just, it's yeah. it's you to a T. It is the yeah. character of, of you to a T. But speaking of funny women, we have to talk about Faye, even though she's not oh, here. She's you brilliant. know what I mean? Yeah. We, have to, we have to chat about her. Talk to me about this because like she's worked with, you know, fairly big A-list stars in her time. Paul Meskel, yeah, Amy Huberman, yeah. Chris O'Dowd. How did she end up working with her dad then after this? Uh, <laughs> well, Faye, I, I'm better into it. Um, no, she's great. Look, she like, we during lockdown we started doing a bit of writing and performing in the house and that because there was nothing to do you kind of want to keep yourself sharp and keep yeah. going and not be sitting around doing nothing and we started doing some sketches and characters and, and then near the end of lockdown I said look this is this is going to end someday soon <laughs> none of us knew when but look we'll be back I'm going back out touring would you be into doing touring with me and she said yeah well, she, I never saw myself doing it but she would. so the first show we did uh, well well, um, which was great. We toured for nearly two years with it, and she was she loved it. And she said Look, she really wanted to kind of go again on another tour, but and she's taken it to another level in the sense that she's done she's doing stand up in this. Two of us do stand up 
yeah. sections in this show as well as characters. She does characters as well, so do I. Um, so that is a whole different level. I, mean, I met Tig earlier on. Did you meet Tig? In, in, uh, yes. Yeah. And Tig is, is doing um, TY here. Yes, uh, and, uh, from St. Good... Oliver's. He was yeah. in for a tour. Yeah, yeah. And he did six minutes stand-up, he was telling me, which was fantastic. And like, it's a big deal. I mean, yeah. for anyone out there to do something like that, I was very impressed with having a, we, we had a great laugh outside. And I, I was, I'm very impressed with Faye. She's really nailed the stand-up and the audiences absolutely love what she does every night. And she just takes the piss out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, that's, that's what you want. That's what you exactly. want. But is it, do you think, like, you know, is it from watching you, do you think? Or did she, did you notice as a child, oh, this one has the bug as well? No, I never noticed, I have to say. Um, because I was never at home. That <laughs> was one of those fellas. I know. I I never, like Faye did drama school, you know, drama classes mm. after school. Same as kids go to Irish dancing lessons yeah. or something else like that. And it was kind of, and Lily did it as well. I don't think Lily did it with my son, but Lily, my other daughter, did it as well. So it was just kind of something the girls did. And it wasn't until just before she went to college, I didn't even think she had an interest that much in it. But I saw one of her performances in the Lime Tree Theatre in Limerick and I was absolutely blown away. Um, I, from a from not just being a dad watching his daughter, but I I was looking at it from a technical point of view of how she was commanding the stage, how she was using the floor, how she was doing her dialogue, and how she was addressing the audience. All this kind of stuff, and she was just to me someone that just took over the stage. Yeah, and I I thought to myself, God, she if she wants to do this, then not a bother to her. And here she is doing stand up a few years later. Now she went to the Gaiety School of Acting where they. Which is? Do they break them down? No, they do break. They, they do. They do a yeah. bit. I think. I. I. Well, I. I don't know. But I, yeah. from what I hear, talking to anyone that's gone through it, it can be tough. Very, it separates the men from the yeah, boys. Kind but of thing. It yeah, does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's really, really tough. But you know what? Life is tough, and it's tough on the stage, and mm. it's tough out there. So, if you're gonna do it in the business, you gotta. You got to be able to cut it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So while she survived it and got out the far side of it, I, like, she has no fear and she has a great discipline and great way of putting the process of writing and all the rest. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I like, you know, I was explaining to Tiger earlier on that I worked with John Believers for years, maybe, I don't know, was it 16 years myself and John worked together, but I never did stand up. Right. I nice. always did character, even though yeah. I was doing comedy on stage. It's yes. Always sketch. So when I was asked to do the Cats Laugh Festival one year, I was like, yeah, no problem. And then I went, Jesus, this is scary. Yeah, because you it's couldn't a whole hide behind a character yes, as such. Exactly. Yes, and yes. That's why I'm so impressed with Faith, so young to be doing stand-up and doing it so well. Really, you know, really you know well. I hear you speaking so glowingly yeah. of your daughter and, you know, it makes me think of my own parents when they talk about me and they say stuff <laughs> like, well, you, your grammar was wrong there now when you're... <laughs> Cop when, yourself on, girl. Cop yeah, yourself on. You know, I'm I'm switching from Ryan Tuberty to this. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but you have that. You have that fantastic rapport yeah. with her. So, talk yeah. to me about Knuckle Knuckle Day because uh, one of the characters that Faye creates, I see yes, everywhere. You Tell know. me about this. Well, it's yeah, a great yeah. character. She does is 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 a, is a real limerick young one. What's happening? What's going on? That kind of character. How's it going? And she's a young mother uh, waiting outside the school with a fag trying to get a light and then realising she can't smoke uh, outside the school. But she can smoke in her own car with the kids and she can smoke in her own nana <laughs> in the house with the kids. But she can't smoke outside the school gates. And it's about picking up kids outside the school gates. I'm not going to try and do it. Faye does an amazing job on it. Uh, and it's a really, really funny character. And it's from her. A lot of it is her observation when yeah. she was a kid com- coming out to the school gates, you know, and uh, to be fairly... Hardcore <laughs> in the pajamas, still three o'clock in the evening. 
Way to be gone. We have all met. Yeah. We all met those. We the have all met guy. those. Yeah. Oh, completely, completely brilliant. Uh, brilliant and, guy. And what about yourself? Because you have Michael, the builder. Uh, yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. I, it's a character I kind of been. I started doing writing for him, and then when we were putting the show together. <clears throat> doing a bit of uh, social media people might have seen him on Twitter and, and other things and he's a great character he's just he, he just he's like uh, Michael's pure role like you know okay. what I mean and he I was like he's he can't get over how you know well I'll give you an example my grandmother she was she was the only, she was just, she, like she had it all so like, you're talking about doing up the school here like we're working on the school here doing all the working it out around there she's just dragging out nearly as long as the children's hospital above in Dublin like you know <laughs> I know two lads that started there from Duella outside Austin Jockey and they started in uh, apprenticeship in the, the children's hospital and they retired on Saturday <laughs> do you know what I mean and the grandmother was the same and she said it's the old money it was the very same back in the early 70s when the old money was to changing over into the decimalisation it was only the old people were confused like you know the young people weren't confused wouldn't they wait till they all die and then they could do it do you know what I mean that, that's the logic of Michael that's the way he thinks <laughs> uh, you know and he, he does a whole routine about that do you know what I mean um, yeah and then there's a I, I, I've Brought the school teacher back into the show. Oh, the because, school teacher's yeah, great. A great yeah. character. But I've modernised him now that we're in a TikTok generation. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dealing with a shower of TikTokers <laughs> and influencers that think that everything they say carries weight and they wouldn't even carry their books to school. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd say that teacher could be cancelled. Do you know what I mean? He's like, he's on the border of like. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. There was a, I, I just read in Independence some. Some teacher dragged an autistic child out of the school by the ankles. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was in the independent today. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not making that up. Oh and I'm just God. thinking, my character's mild compared oh, to that. Yeah, that. yeah, it totally is mild. Is there anyone in your school like that? There's a letter over there in the corner. And T.Y. is the quiet as a mouse. He is quiet as a mouse. He is quiet as a mouse. I don't know what he thinks about us. I really don't. Uh, but, you know, in the audience, nobody is safe with you. Is it? That that's sort not, of scenario uh, again that, now. Sinead, that's not true. That's well, not you true. see, anyway. if I went along, right, with my husband, who's the biggest... Egypt going Pat right he's the one that's going to have his hand up going pick me pick me and I'm like no 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 No, like this is a misconception we don't really pick on the audience we talk to them okay so when you go down to the audience the character acknowledges and recognises and knows them now that to people can be a bit awkward I suppose if they want but I don't I never you get the vibe from them yeah no but you don't I never embarrass anyone that's not what I'm there to do (laughs) (laughs) no 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 (laughs) So if you were to sum up the show yes. in like a few words or a sentence, oh, this come is, on. This is worse than an exam. No, this, this leave is... and <laughs> Leave and start um, <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just, a, it's mad crack and mad characters and mad fun and daftness. And daftness is the thing. Each character is daft and silly. That's what I love. That's the type of comedy I like. Um, it, it just creates, you know, pure silliness you know what that's what we need yeah, we yeah. need silliness in our lives we yeah. do Pat and you and Faye are the people to bring us well, hopefully sure. <laughs> that is for sure as always it's been such a pleasure oh, thank you very it's much. great to have you in studio continued success we better tell them where we're playing the yes, show yeah. they're playing in the Crescent Concert Hall <laughs> you're distracting me now they're playing in the Crescent Concert Hall November 24th and now if people want tickets universe.com or I do have a number oh. 0419830411 as well I have to go to Pat Shaw com it'll direct from our uh, website listen, yeah, perfect that's, that's exactly one. where they should yeah, go to absolutely yeah. well Pat thank you so much Thanks, enjoy thank the you. time in Drada where are you off tonight you're going off for a uh, bite to eat or I'm something I'm going to go to, for a bite to down to Weavers or somewhere like yeah 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 maybe maybe <laughs> absolutely I recommend it I do, I do. <laughs> thanks so much I'll take one of the chicken dinners out from, from under the desk you'll keep going <laughs> 
11 to 1 show. The 11 to 1 show. Oh, listen. Great crack, isn't he? He's just, he would just put a smile on your face anytime. Anytime you really would when you're around him. He's absolutely brilliant. Pat Short, killing the schoolie. It's so stupid, it's brilliant. Yeah. Especially the song. It is absolutely, absolutely. And uh, someone else saying, what a legend. Great crack listening to Pat Short. Yes, yes. Go see him and Faye in Knuckle Down, November 24th in the Crescent Concert Hall. PatShort.com if you want to find details of tickets. Got music from The Killers for you and... How would you like to win €400 Euro worth of goodies from Be Perfect Cosmetics? All the details of that as well. Answer. There's the killers with Human. Now it's time for Job Search. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bordgosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Draw the car sales require a store person. This is a full-time permanent role. Salary depends on your experience. To apply, please email info at drawhadacarsales.ie. Mag Trust Limited requires general operatives and machinists to join their production team in Tully Allen. To apply, please email Keith. It's keith at magtrust.com. NACE Oil Company Limited, the Maudlins Industrial Estate NACE, are currently hiring for the position of rigid truck drivers in the Meath area. To apply, please send your CV to kathy at naceoil.ie. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on LMFM. Thin Lizzie dancing in the moonlight. How would you like to win €400 Euro worth of goodies from Be Perfect? All the details of Scotch Hall's competition on the way. Plus, I've got music from Anne-Marie for you. Oh, the 11 to 1 show. €400 Euro worth of goodies from Be Perfect Cosmetics and a glam session with a makeup artist of your choice in store and a €150 Euro voucher for Deviate Fashion Store. That is what is up for grabs. There are some fantastic prizes every single week from now until Christmas including gift vouchers, a year of free cinema, a PlayStation 5 or even a holiday worth €3,000. And this is all with Scotch Hall. So every time you spend €30 or more across any of the shops in Scotch Hall, you'll have the opportunity to enter their Santa's shop in Snap Draw. So as I mentioned, this week's prize, €400 worth of goodies from Be Perfect Cosmetics a glam session with a makeup artist of your choice in store and €150 voucher for the Deviate Fashion Store. It is a fantastic prize. All you have to do to be with a chance of winning is upload a picture of your receipt using Scotch Hall's QR code entry form. Stay tuned right here to LMFM to see if you're one of the lucky winners. And I know a lot of people are going, I want that holiday worth three grand. Yes. Well, you got to get entering. So any €30 Euro or more purchase in any of the shops in Scotch Hall and all you do is upload a picture of your receipt using Scotch Hall's QR code uh, the, an entry form and stay tuned here to us to see if you've won and the best of luck Anne-Marie Shania Twain Unhealthy on LMFM's 11 to 1 Now look at whether we like it or not it is approaching Christmas is approaching and that means Christmas jumper time and Childline wants you to get your cheesiest Christmas jumper out all for a great cause so you know getting dressed up is part of the fun and they've thought of the perfect way for you to show off your fabulously festive attire by hosting a Christmas jumper day in aid of Childline so you could do this 
in your workplace. You could do it in your school or club or crash or wherever. So uh, you can do it virtually as well uh, for colleagues who aren't in the office, said a spokesperson. So everyone is invited to it. It's Ireland's only 24-7 listening service for children and young people. So what you do is you go over to idonate.ie forward slash event forward slash Childline Christmas Jumper Day and you set up a fundraising page there. So when you create your iDonate page, Childline will be in touch to ask you to pick a date and, you know, help you basically with the organisation of it. They'll give you posters, stickers, balloons, whatever you need to sort of get that kind of festive vibe going. So that's all going on now. iDonate.ie forward slash event forward slash Childline Christmas Jumper Day. Now, just to let you know, tomorrow on the show, the Farrells from Drogheda are going to be on Ireland's Fittest Family this weekend. So we're going to be meeting the Farrells on tomorrow's show. And just before I go, just to tell you that a lovely blast from the past. I'm so glad to see her back in the building. Dee Hurley, Deirdre Hurley, she is going to be sitting in for Jerry Kelly on the late lunch coming your way at half one. That is my lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll chat to you tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.